Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Coaching Biz, the podcast. And as always, I'm excited to be with you guys today. And I want to want you to help me welcome Shelly Brooke, who is a former local youth coordinator and virtual assistant turned launch event strategist, and she's from Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Shelly. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you. Um, yes, yeah, so like you said, I got my start in my career as a youth coordinator for one of our local youth centers here um, in Ontario. And um, when I had my own family, I just decided that I really needed to be at home. I had like 300 kids that were a family at the youth center, but I had my family at home and I was living this dual life. So I took to the internet to find a way to work for myself from home and virtual assistant kept coming up because I had a lot of administrative skills, very tech savvy, a lot of management skills from managing youth programs. So I went to virtual assistant and during that time as a virtual assistant, I fell in love with the online events, launch events in in particular. Um, I learned all about them and then I was teaching them to my virtual assistant clients and helping them to create the events. Um, So I decided to niche down and pivot and specifically help coaches and their teams to create these events to really make that impact in their business, but also in the world, because I know that coaches can really make a difference in our world, no matter what they're teaching. Um, So if I can help them make a bigger impact, I know that I'm helping to make a bigger impact in the world. So that's really where my passion lies is helping those coaches to, to make a better world for all of us. Awesome. I love that. Um, all right. So you, you pivoted into, um, basically launch events. And so what, what type of launches? Um, my favorite kind are the anywhere between three and five day workshop masterclass or challenge, whatever you want to call it, pivot to. Um, so those are my favorite where you really deliver some amazing value in live sessions, um, about 20 minutes to an hour long session depends on the coach. Um, where they teach for three to five days and then there's homework and stuff around that as well so that's really my favorite type of launch because I find uh, there's so many breakthroughs that come through those events uh, which then in turn brings those participants to want to work with that coach 
um, because they got that value for free. And then they're wondering, well, if I can get this for free and have this breakthrough for free, what can I get when I start to work with and pay this coach? So that's my favorite kind of event. Yeah. Awesome. And so how do you, um, how do you work with a coach to get them, you know, ready for that? Um, so I mean, my services, I work with coaches in a, a number of different ways. I do some uh, event management management myself. So I'm in there managing their team, assigning tasks, making sure that, thing, that things get done. Um, but my favorite is actually consulting because I get to take a team that's already established and a coach and coach them through the process and give them all my resources and watch them learn the system for themselves so that they can then go in turn and just do it becomes this repeatable system that they do on their own and can have that those consistent results every couple of months having an event. Um, and then I also have a course that I'm going to be releasing shortly for any clients who want to do some self-study and teach themselves the system. Yeah, awesome. So, um, so you have um, your system, which is the six phases of a successful signature online conversion event. Tell us about that. Yes, it's a, it's a mouthful. Um, but yes, I really, through my time working in events, def, defined six phases. And often we think of the launch event as those five to nine days when the, 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 you're going live and then the replays are happening. But there's really that wider view that really needs to be taken. And it starts with mindset. So my first phase is actually mindset and, and self-care because those things trickle through the whole process. If you don't have your mind in the right place, if you don't believe that what you're teaching is really gonna make the difference for people, if you don't believe that people wanna hear it, um, if you don't have the bigger vision of where this is going and how it's, how it's gonna change your life and the world, then it's gonna come through in the messaging and, and how you speak when you're live and stuff like that. So I really love to start with the mindset and help not only the coach, but the team as well. Cause it's the, like the whole energy of the coach and the team is so important. And then of course, self-care. If you're not taking care of yourself during the event, that's why a lot of people end up hating these events. <laughs> like as, yeah, as the person, yeah, you get burned out, but that's because you didn't take the time up front to plan for it. Yeah. So like communicating it to whoever needs to know that you need, you're, you're going to need extra help, like a, a spouse or something, right? And food, food prep, uh, planning for a massage at some point that week or blocking time for that bubble bath and, and stuff like that. So mindset and self-care phase one mm -hmm. phase, phase two is attraction. And I have a, an attraction system that I, I teach to my clients that is actually something that happens all the time. So it's not just when you've decided you're going to launch, it needs, it's, it, there's different phases to the attraction system itself that, um, you start to put in place so that there's always people coming into your ecosystem and there's always people joining your Facebook community and your list so that when you do announce that you're hosting an event, there's people there listening. Yeah. And instead of this like scramble that I see a lot of people do or completely forget to do and it's a week before and they have three people signed up, I've come across many coaches like that. So oh, if you're in that boat, you're not alone. Um, and it's just because you were eager, eager to serve. You're eager, eager eager to serve and, and bring this information to the world. You just forgot to tell people about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I um, yeah. Yeah. So attraction, attraction, attraction is so important. Um, and then there's the nurture phase. So if we're attracting people all the time uh, and it's not quite event time yet, you need to nurture the people who have come into your ecosystem. 
So whether that's a weekly live video in your, in your um, Facebook group, um, in conversation, in the DMs, getting on connect calls. So things like that, that nurturing. So keeping them warm while you wait till it's time to engage. And engagement for me is the event. So that's where most people jump ahead and, and go there to the event. So planning what, what you're going to teach on, um, creating the graphics, creating the emails, making the posts, like all those things. So the whole event itself. And then uh, phase five, the invite. So it's technically part of the event, but that's when you pitch, mm -hmm. when you pitch your group program or your service that you're, you're there to sell and how you can help people get their, reach their goals. And then the final phase is like kind of simple and, and can go without saying, but I also think it's really important because it gets forgotten, rinse and repeat. So often I, I worked with many, especially as a virtual assistant, I worked with many coaches who um, created masterclasses and every, like every month they were doing a masterclass and it was on a different topic. So there was uh, new materials that needed to be made. They had to create a new lesson and uh, new marketing and all the things. And then you didn't really, you didn't really get that muscle memory because you, you hadn't done it a couple of times. And then it's really hard to compare data too, because it's not apples to apples, it's oranges to oranges. Um, so I really do believe in uh, repetition, yeah. teaching the same thing, you can do little tweaks, right? But if you take it like scientific method, like you don't change like a hundred things, you keep everything static and then you change a couple of things. So you can really see what makes the difference. Um, so rinse and repeat. And of course, uh, along with that is the debriefing, right? And data collection and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, that's the six phases. I love that. It's, it's very um, systematic, very clear. Um, yeah. And yeah, the rinse and repeat, I, I agree with you. There's, um, and I, and I actually did this up until a couple of years ago when um, my coach at the time said, stop doing you know, eight different events, you know, every month or whatever, like every month doing a new event. She said, do mm. it quarterly, do the same one quarterly, get really good at it because people need to hear it over and over again. They don't retain it. Um, I mean, some will obviously, and hopefully they've moved on into your group or whatever, but, um, but then those that are still there, they either haven't implemented, it wasn't the right time or what have you, or they just didn't retain it. So I mm -hmm. do like that idea of, um, you know, doing this, doing the same thing, you know, at least quarterly anyway, every few months versus trying to do something every month. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what do you think makes up, um, a successful signature? and that, that makes it signature, right? Something that you continually do. So what makes up, um, a signature, a successful signature event? Um, well, yeah, signature is the key word, right? It's what you would become known for. Yeah. Um, so it's something that you're passionate about, something that um, is actually a stepping stone to your program. So whether it's like the step right before your program, or sometimes I like to take a tiny piece out of your program. So the piece that people really, if they, if they nail it, that makes the difference for them. So pulling that out, and that's what you teach. So I, I really do believe that starting with your topic and your name of the event is what is gonna to help to set that foundation for success. Of course, all the other phases, and like I said, mindset is absolutely base ground, like you can't go anywhere without that. Um, but once you have your 
topic and you've chosen the right topic that's really going to help people. This is, this is where I love it. Like it's through service that we create more in this world for ourselves and for others. So choosing that topic that really is going to help people. Um, and then that makes it a stepping stone to your program so that it's really an easy transition when you get to that invite stage. They, they've done the work and they're like, okay, what's next? And you're like, oh, this is what's next. This is my, my program is the natural next step. So really nailing down that topic. And then the name comes along with that because that's what's going to be the scroll stopper when people are on social media seeing the name and see, or, or seeing the subtitle that really qualifies what the results they're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so how can a, a coach, um, best choose, uh, a topic and name for their signature event? Uh, well, I actually have a, a checklist, so we can talk oh. about that later if you want, but I have a checklist that they can use that can help them with that process. But, um, yeah, as I was saying for the topic, it's what's going to be that stepping stone. So I really do like to go into your program and pick the piece that um, that really, when your clients nail that piece, it makes the difference. So I have a, I had a mindset coach that I worked with, and her secret sauce for her clients was the self image. When they really nailed their self image, then that's when everything took off for them. So she took a piece of that out and created a five day uh, uh, workshop around it and had them work through their self-image. And of course, you, there's more deeper work to do. You get like spending one week on it is not what's gonna make the full difference, but they got the surface level. They started feeling better and actually started seeing results in their environment around them and how the world was responding to them, feeling better, looking better internally and externally, right? So um, yeah, so I think looking at your program and knowing your clients, and how, how they're getting success through your program really is what informs the topic for your, for your event. Okay. Um, just kind of, I don't know if this is on point or not, but just thinking about that, it's hard for a lot of coaches, me in particular <laughs> right now, but um, to name a product. Like I always have trouble with naming products. I, it takes me months. Like I'd rather just hire somebody and say, hey, can you just like figure out what a good name for this is? But I know that, you know, there's coaches that aren't going to do, like, they're not in the position to do that. So what, if you have one, what is, a, you know, a cool way or an easy way for somebody to even start thinking about how to name their program? Uh, so this is actually a little hack that I like to use when I'm trying to come up with topics for my lives that I do in my Facebook group. Um, I like to go to YouTube and put in my topic and just see what other names are out there. And then you can also see, yeah, I'm right yeah, down. <laughs> yeah, you can also see like how many views it got. And then that tells you that people are actually like that actually attracted people. And of course you have to take into consideration, like how many subscribers that channel has and, and who they are and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, it does just help to give some ideas, um, uh, around what works. So, uh, but I also like to listen to the words I've heard my prospects and my clients use. So um, for that, back to that coach that did the self-image workshop, she didn't use self-image in her title because her prospects have no idea what self-image is. They've never heard that word before. And if they have, they don't know the full, they don't under the, understand the full concept of it as taught in her program. Um, so she used the word prosperous. Um, I said, prosperous you. 
um, because everyone's looking for prosperity, but from her teachings, prosperity comes when you feel good about who you are. Um, so yeah, so you need to listen to the words that your clients are and your, your prospects are actually using, use words that they use, um, use, explain things how they would explain them. Um, but then when you're thinking about like how to format it, I love going to YouTube and just seeing how other people have described it. Yeah, I love that. I love that hack. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, as coaches, we look at the language of our ideal clients anyway. Like in our coaching sessions, we're always talking, you know, and I'm a trainer of coaches too. So um, always, you know, kind of putting that out there, make sure that you're using your client's language. And so that makes perfect sense that you would use that in your program titles as well, because it's going to attract them. Yeah, exactly. Um, where do you think coaches kind of get stuck the most when they're looking to create an online event? Um, it's a great question. Um, I have to say it's that attraction phase. It's, it's doing that daily work of being present where your prospects are making the connections, um, going on podcasts, like and, and it's a, it's like almost a daily activity of some sort that you need to be doing to keep that attraction system rolling or someone on your team, uh, could be booking podcasts for you and, and connecting with people in the DM. Um, but yeah, that is, that's really where I've seen a lot of coaches get stuck. And like I said, they get into their event and they've had three people register, um, which by the way, I should say, like, even if you've only had three people register and it's like day one of your event, it's not over. Right. <laughs> Show up like there's a thousand people registered for your event, teach it, give service, take the opportunity to really give special attention to those three people who registered. Um, and they're probably before the end of the week, will have invited five other people each to, to join, if not more. Right. So, yeah. So always looking at things as an opportunity, especially even if it's only three people registered. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything else that you can think of that would help um, those listening to us to really think about um, creating a signature event that they do, you know, continually? Um, so any kind of like obstacles or that you see come up a lot besides those that you mentioned? Well, I always ask, like, what do you want to be known for, right? What do you, do you like, do you want to be known as the person who changes people's self, self-image? Like, is that what you want to be known for? So really dig deep into what, where your passion lies. I know you, as coaches, you teach a lot of things, but there's something in there in all those things that you teach that you really, truly love. Because when you nail it, it's going to come across in those live teachings that you do and, and the emails that you write and the posts that you create. Um, so I think doing the work around that and knowing your clients and knowing what, what resonates with them uh, really does, does help um, create, just create that event, right? And I, I, think when, I think sometimes when we create these masterclasses or workshops or whatever, it's, it's very mechanical and post this post at this time, this at this time. Yeah. But I, you also want to bring in that human factor. You want to wow them like, uh, it's, and, and make, it, make them feel like they're seen, like they're heard. 
be in the DM with them, direct messaging. Um, and if it's not you as the, the coach who's direct messaging, make sure you're getting feedback from your team that is doing the direct messaging so that you can then take that and transition and tweak what you're teaching so that it can um, really speak to them, to the people participating. I have to give an example. I, I'm, I'm always on um, other people's events because I'm always, it's what I do, right? So I go see what everyone else is doing. And I was in the direct message with this one lady social seller. Um, she found out uh, that I was a virtual assistant at that time. And um, she went obviously and told the coach that there's a virtual assistant in the crowd because like every second example that the lady gave, she related it back to what it would be like to use that example with as a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So I, I truly felt seen and I could see how what she was teaching applied to me. And that's why I love about the doing this, doing it live and, yeah. and not being totally married to what you've got planned. I mean, you have your overall structure, but tweak it so that it fits those people who are there this time. Because even though you're teaching the same thing every time over and over again, right? Every quarter, every couple of months, it can be different. Your awareness is different. The people attending are different. Yeah. So cater it to them. Uh, so that they can really get that, feel that personalized experience. And that doesn't take, that doesn't take a whole lot of extra energy to do that, does it? No, I mean, if you're no. already mm -hmm. in conversation with them to hopefully get on a connect call or cons consult call, you're already hearing what they're saying. You're finding out who they are. What, what does it take to just add that into what you're already going to be teaching? It takes no extra money, right? You're already doing that. So why not give that little extra service to make it a better experience? Yeah, love that. Mm. All right, so we're kind of winding down. Um, you have a free gift for the group? Yes, so as you can tell, I'm passionate about choosing your topic um, and naming your event. So I do have a free checklist that I love to share uh, for choosing your topic, naming your event, and choosing the subtitle, because that's important too. Um, so uh, you can grab it from shellybrook.com slash topic and name checklist. Um, or you can catch me on Instagram and hit the link in my bio and uh, you'll find it there. All right. Awesome. We'll have the, the link in the show notes as well. Um, any kind of final parting thoughts before we uh, end the episode for today? Um, yeah, just like I said, I think that coaches really have the ability to make our world a better place, to make that huge change that I think probably we're all craving right now. Um, so if you think that a launch event can help you increase your impact and, and that ripple effect that you create in the world, then dive in and do it. Even if it's just a mini event, like two days, mm -hmm. just whatever you can do to serve and create that ripple effect so that more people can come work with you and create an even bigger ripple effect. So don't be afraid of it. Give it a try. It doesn't hurt. And uh, it doesn't have to be a huge production. It can be super simple. You can use Facebook events. You can message people manually. You know, like there's, there's ways to do it on a small scale and there's ways to do it on the big grand scale as well. Oh, awesome. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Shelly. And guys, I hope that you got a lot out of this. I actually um, took a lot of notes myself. So um, I hold events and um, always looking to tweak them and to make them a little bit better. So as always, great to be here today. And I hope you guys tune in to the next episode. Thank you guys a lot.
Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.